Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tammy, that was supposed to be the glue. Your defo getting demoted. By the <laughs> no, people were saying defo they were missing demoted. my absence. Who so. said that? Who the heck? Who oh, don't said worry. That? Don't worry. I'll send the evidence. Don't worry. Oh. The person, oh. the person listening knows what he said to me. Mm. Said it publicly mm-hmm. that he missed my voice. So mm. shout out to you. Mm. I hope you guys heard what I said. So whoever's editing can can, can uh, cut that out. What did you say? I said, I hope it's not. Why would you say that? It wasn't you. I said, I said the person said it publicly. Where did they say it? That means on social. That means on Twitter. On social media. Oh, please. You think I'm lying? I beg. I beg. Anyway, the person knows who he is. Thank you. All right. Said he missed my voice. Okay. (laughs) All right. Okay. Look at the numbers. Anywho. I'm on smoke today. Hey, let anybody try me. But um, nah. Nobody was I'm... even trying to try you. <laughs> what the heck? What I'm just saying, let somebody try me. You you oh, not tried me, and then I came back with the rebuttal with you. <laughs> oh please. Oh. Anyway, please. no one can ever try me. That's all I know. <laughs> I'm so done. But um, yeah, man, it's been a while since we're back. If you guys, if you're a listener that somehow just only listen to us in the last couple of three weeks or, or three weeks whatever you know this is actually There's normally three of us yeah <laughs> there's actually normally three of us but um yeah man back to life happens yeah life happens but you know yeah. hopefully okay. that life is that what you tell your manager yeah. <laughs> you yeah. yeah, I didn't I didn't clock in today because you know what? Life life matters. matters. <laughs> Not life matters. This girl, she's just she's all lives, lives matter. matter. Black lives matter. God for all lives matter. Please don't bring that one here. I read Jerry. Oh god. Anywho, how are you guys? 
Tammy? I'm good. How are you since you left us for birthday celebration? Mm, birthday birthday celebration. I didn't yeah. leave. Hey, look. <laughs> my listeners, can you listen to these girls? They're saying we like, but they didn't they get treated well at my birthday? Oh, yes or no? Uh, I didn't say that we What's didn't What's that going to do with recording Yes or pod? no? Because it I'm just shows you that, that you should go first and update us since you were the one that was away for birthday celebration. So you should tell us yeah, about your bad day. Yeah, what I'm saying is week? the reason why I was away is because I had to prepare and make sure that the guests that were coming the following oh, day oh, mm, had a good mm, time. Mm, mm. Did you guys not have a good time? Yeah, we did. Hey, Please don't speak on my behalf. Or... <laughs> <laughs> okay, but yeah, um, yeah, the reason I wasn't here is because there was just a lot going on that day so I didn't even have time to breathe basically so yeah so I turned 25 oh my gosh mm-hmm. my brother just said halfway to 50 I said yay yikes because when you think about when you think about that it's like wow that's actually that's actually true mm. yeah turned 25 had a little shingling at my house <laughs> by fire was... by force <laughs> <laughs> and honestly I really like Hmm. Maybe like two weeks before, I was just like, "It's cancelled." That was literally me. I was like, "It's cancelled." I was just like, oh, because it's just too much stress. Like, even when you try to do something at home, like there's still a lot of preparation that goes into it. So, um, glory be to God, it went well. Like, people said they had a good time and whatever. My dad's friends had a good time. Okay, but Brian. did you have a good time? Yeah, I did, but I felt like I was running around a lot. I didn't really get any good pictures of just myself hmm. as oh. well. Hmm. Probably just have to wait till 26. Ah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm going to marry Musa and just wear the clothes again. That's what I'm saying. Wear the clothes. <laughs> Mary Musa gets paid to be taken pictures. <laughs> That's true, Sha. That's true. Yeah, another not- angle, another angle. <laughs> yeah so and obviously all the decoration and stuff is not mm. there so um yeah other than that it was a good day I had a good time and I'm glad that all my friends were there to celebrate with me and yeah I just had a good time I think that's the difficulty with like hosting something and being the celebrant because it's like you want to make sure that everybody is settled especially when it's in your house like Mm -hmm. you want to make sure everybody's good everyone's settled but at the same time it's like you also want to have a good time so that balance is is so hard like I can just imagine myself on my wedding day being like can you go and check on that person see if that person's eaten are they okay me I don't give a heck why does everything have to come back to you no but I'm just saying (laughs) Um, but yeah I can just imagine myself on my wedding day being like Oh my days! Like I really hope everyone's good. I hope everyone's fine. I hope everyone's enjoying themselves because I think I think when it comes to wedding day, I think I just have to let go and let God because you have to. There's no way. There's there's absolutely like obviously in your mind you're probably thinking oh I hope everyone is eating I hope the right things like I hope the flowers I hope the flowers in the right place I hope the stuff like but there's nothing that you can actually do if the flowers are not in the right place are you going to get on the mic and now say um excuse me can you please move the like that's not going to happen so i just feel like you just need to get people that you trust in charge so that the day can go smoothly Mm, mm, mm. but yeah other than that i had i really had a good time and i feel like 
everyone had a good time. I don't feel like anyone felt like they didn't. And I placed it. I tried to place everybody in a place where there was no conflict. Uh-oh. Right. Yeah. Why would yeah. there have been conflict? Ah well. Let's just <laughs> let's just skip over that one. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, how are you, Sharon? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. I'm good. Don't really have much to say, to be fair, but yeah, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Are you looking forward to your um, annual leave tomorrow and your weekend? I am, but before <laughs> I get there, there's just so much to do, like, because, um, wait, I haven't, I haven't done anything, like, I have so much to do, but um, no, yeah, it should be good. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it should be good, yeah. Good. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Um, this week at work has been relatively like quiet compared to most. Oh. Yeah, so I'm really enjoying. <laughs> I'm really enjoying some downtime. Um, in between projects, so I'm just kind of like doing some internal stuff and then, um, just like helping other teams like here and there. So yeah, it's been it's been needed because I feel like I really pushed myself before I went on my holiday. So it's come back and like since then basically be like in a in a calmer mode is 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 nice to is nice to have. Um but apart from that, yeah, I'm good. See, I was looking at the price of the tickets and um yeah, like I thought, okay, let me just see how much it would cost to buy the exact flights that I've basically got. And it was literally two thousand two hundred something pounds, which I mm. think is just so mad. Like I've seen it touch two two thousand plus but typically that's like when it hits december but for it to basically still be kind of early-ish november and already touching two two i'm just like this is is that uh ba this is ba yeah ba i was just like this is mad and obviously virgin is even more expensive than ba so i'm just like this is this is something else like um and i was listening to um dysonomics and he was just talking about you know why why it gets this expensive etc but it's just so sad to see huh is it because of like students and stuff no it's not really to do with students it's a lot of like it's it's quite detailed i I won't i actually won't go into it now but actually i recommend if you're interested to find out actually just go and listen to the pod um but what i just think is just so mad is that obviously we, we discussed this several times but it's like even when you're on the flight like you'll just be deep in like this is even one of the most not disgusting but this is probably like the worst like plane that they even have in their fleet of aircrafts like you'd just be sitting there thinking this is is this really worth the money that we're we're spending on it you know what i mean like Mm. when normally like you're going to america and stuff and typically like with america you tend to see like you know high flight prices etc and then like the planes i just feel like are a little bit more sensible like they're just a bit more comfortable but the way that they treat the the flights going to Africa, boy oh boy, is something else. Um, yeah, you can de- where you can really see like that point is mm-hmm. if you're going. I realized this when I went to Nigeria via Emirates. Mm. So the flight that I took from London Heathrow to was it Heathrow, whichever one, yeah. London to Dubai, the plane was really nice. Like even like the economy, like it was really nice. The business class as well because obviously you you can walk through business it was mm-hmm. fine but the flight from dubai to nigeria boy that mm-hmm. plane was we, in the same triple it's not like mm-hmm. i went away like, for hours like literally it was the 
next connecting flight, like the standard of play dropped immensely. Like mm. I couldn't even believe it. Like even the entertainment system was different. Mm. The size of like the chairs, the, the leg room, everything was different. And you could tell that it was an old plane. That's mm. when I really deep like, hey, they're boying us like when it comes absolutely. to absolutely flights to flights to Africa. Exactly. And we spent a lot of money as a community, we spent a lot of money going back during these times as well. Like mm. they're they're really, really collecting our money. But anywho, um, yeah, just thought that actually if you want to know more about kind of the actual economic side of it and why and why it's like that, definitely tune in because it was actually quite quite insightful. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's basically it. So probably makes sense to jump to the song of the week i don't even know the way that things have been happening i feel like it probably is me but i don't know whether you guys will say some is one of you guys is doing the song no of the week. it's you it's yeah. me right i think we should just start again start with b and then go to ts i don't know who did last week's i did I it sharon did yeah so then we're back in order then okay so yeah guys as you know um or if you don't know we typically do a song of the week every week and it gets added to our spotify and apple music playlist so this week i'll be adding a song and the song i'll be adding is from um tiwa savage's album that water and gary album i really don't get why is it called water and gary have i missed something um she explained i've forgotten it but she explained it kind of like obviously obviously water and gary goes together so it's kind of like she's meshed like her features and things like that are stuff that I don't know, maybe wouldn't typically go together but work well mm. together, something mm. like that. I don't oh, remember. Okay. I feel like she mentioned <laughs> do, it before. Do you I know what remember. I was going to say? What? Maybe she's talking about like struggle love because. Oh, you know, God. You know how <laughs> they talk about Gary being the struggle meal? It's true. <laughs> no, I think she. Like, I watched an interview where she talked about it, but honestly, it's slipped my mind but she was saying that, that it works sense, well together or something yeah what you like said that. makes sense what yeah. you said makes sense. especially when you look at the features and stuff yeah, mm, yeah it definitely does um but yeah so the song i'm gonna add from that is special kind of oh um, yeah it's just for like it's such a nice song it's a good vibe i've been listening to it quite a lot this week um and i just like the sound like the sound is just really nice and pleasing for the ear um so yeah that's going to be the song that i'm going to add to the playlist so make sure you guys check out the playlist it's bts song of the week on spotify and on apple music too and we'll also add it to our instagram story so you guys can also vibe along there right so as you guys know sometimes we're trying to do it more <laughs> i love often. how we say sometimes <laughs> it's better sometimes there's no commit no no commit it's whether or not i've remembered to find <laughs> a dilemma before the recording starts um, in fact let's it's whether or not the world is in the same place because if there's no interest in dilemma there's nothing we can do as in i'm crying <laughs> Um, so yeah, sometimes we try and do a dilemma of the week, um, so that we can kind of get each other's thoughts and opinions on like how we would approach certain situations. Mm. So this week again, I've taken one from Two Hot Takes, which is a podcast, um, but they also have a TikTok. Eh? TikTok, hey, hey, <laughs> TikTok. Anyway, they also have a TikTok uh page every channel or whatever mm-hmm. what do you call it these days oh is that what it's called because i don't think have you ever mentioned that that's what yeah it's she has oh sorry 
Yeah, yeah, I have, but I don't think you weren't on the pod that day, I don't yeah, think. Well. Yeah, I don't think I was. Um, but yeah, so they also have a TikTok channel or page or whatever um, where they share like some of the dilemmas that are written in by their listeners. Um, and so this week's one is interesting. Mm. So basically, there's a guy and there's a girl. They're boyfriend and girlfriends. They've been together for a while. Um, his two younger siblings twins it's their birthday like coming up or whatever um and his girlfriend let's call her sally because you know me i can't be doing his and hers because i start getting (laughs) confused anyway so sally right she normally comes with let's call him jake her boyfriend to the house together but um because she was working she was like i'll just meet you there or something i think that's what the situation was so anyway she earlier than um jake had anticipated so he goes out to like get her brings her into the house and she basically goes to like the kitchen first so she can put the gifts down before she then goes to the living room to be like hi everyone like to the family right so to the mum, to the dad and the brother and sister so now big mess up Mm-mm. because the family didn't know that jake had gone to the door to get the girlfriend hey. so or maybe they did actually. That could have been what triggered this, but I don't think they knew that she was in the house. Cool. Mm. So anyway, they start talking about her. Mm. And you know when stuff like this happens, you're just thinking, God, please. Hey. Because you don't want to rush in there and be like, hey, 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 she's in the house. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> start warning people because then you'll be thinking, why did you have to do that? Yeah. But at the same time, you're just thinking, uh, what are they gonna say? Mm. Anyway. The, bro- the sister is now like, oh, I don't even know why Jake is with her. Like, she's actually so fat. And- <laughs> yeah, he's like, she's actually so fat. And like, to me, he's dating down. Like, he's she's defo punching. And then, um, sorry, prior to this, right? It doesn't really matter what order it came in. But basically, prior to this, the sister was like, oh, I really don't want her to come because she's so annoying. Then the dad was like, oh, no, I like Sally. Like, that's not very nice to say. And then um, she was like, no, but she is annoying. And then she also was like, and she's actually really fat. Like, I don't understand why Jake is with her. Like, he's she's defo punching. Then the dad was like, mm, yeah, that's true. Actually, you've got a point, to be fair. And then the mum is like, yeah, like, what is going on there? And then the sister's like, to be honest, I actually think that she's just a rebound from his ex. Like, he was just trying to get with his ex and that's why he's with her. <laughs> but, like, I can't really understand, like, what he's still doing there. And then the mum is like, yeah, she's annoying. Like, he, she's he's defo punching. Like, she's... I don't even... Again, I don't really understand why they're together. So, basically, they're saying all of this, and I'm sure I've even missed some stuff out, but those were the things that I was like, hey! Um, they're saying all of this, the baby's in the kitchen with the boyfriend. Hey, mm. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in that conversation. Because <laughs> you know when it's so awkward, you can cut a slice mm-hmm. in the air. You can cut the air, you can mm-hmm. cut the tension or something like that. Yeah, you know that English that they use? Yeah. You can yeah. do that. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, because like what? Even listening to this, I was shouting. Anyway, mm. so um, they're doing all of this, yeah. Obviously, the girl has brought presents for the, for the the siblings so then i think eventually he goes in there and he's like what the hell and then she's like she like gives them the presents and she just mumbles something like oh happy birthday and then runs outside so then she goes into her car she's crying jake runs after her and she's just like i don't know what i've done 
to make them like dislike me like this Mm. and it hurt her especially because she only has one parent in her life and it's her dad and he's an alcoholic and has nothing to do with her Mm. um so she doesn't have any family um so her only kind of uh like like family um was her boyfriend's family and like she felt really like she loved being a part of the family she loved like you know being amongst them she felt like she actually had like a mum and a dad and like siblings like a stable household do you get what I mean because Mm -hmm. obviously she don't have that for herself so she really enjoyed being a part of that and she was just so gutted um that like the family that she thought she had inherited they don't even like her and then sorry before I even get there the boyfriend obviously is going off on his family like what the heck is wrong with you guys what are you doing like he proper backed her right okay. which is obviously thank god for that anyway proper backed her um and then he like was like you guys need to apologize and like they were just like we don't need to apologize basically um, mm. i don't really see what we're apologizing for um and then anyway he then ended the dilemma with i don't even know what to do because what makes this worse is that i was planning to propose in a few months time Mm. I said big mess up because it's like okay cool that's the end of the dilemma now question Mm. I guess number one like how would you react because that's flipping awkward Mm. but then also it's just like this whole proposal like would you even want it at that time because you now have a really like you now have a big issue that you never anticipated mm. like you didn't realize you had that issue before do you get what i mean mm. and like can you really marry into a family that doesn't even like you, mm. you i've it? never heard of having a red flag to do with people's family because boy that is mm. that is crazy to think that everything is going so well and then within a split second like mm. your whole life is just turned upside down if that makes sense hey mm. I don't know. I don't know what I'd do. Like, I don't know if I would break up with him at that point or, like, try and work through. Break break up with him. I forgot to add, sorry, that he was saying as well, like, he's actually not giving up his girlfriend. And he was like, I would actually choose her over my family at this point. Yeah, the thing is, I get that, but I'm talking about myself. Like, he might think that, oh we can get through this blah 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 but imagine like every time you see your boyfriend's family like you just flash back to the day that they were basically talking crap about you Mm. like they might have even said they might have so it's like it's like okay so the fact that they're so comfortable to say all of that it means that like they've been saying stuff like it's not just something that's popped up it's something that has been harboring if that makes sense so it's kind of like do I really want to put myself in this situation and now marry into this family that is saying all that stuff about me plus Mm. my dad is an alcoholic and I don't have any other fact that you get what I mean Mm. so it's kind of like Christmas you'll be with them like all these like monumental moments you'll be with them like and uh, I don't know then you now have kids, your kids' grandparents. Well, nah, I don't know. Mm. It's 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 a lot to think about. Yeah. Um, I think for me, so sorry. Your question, kind of, what would I do in that situation? Yeah, first of all, 
Um, so if I were the girl in that situation, clearly, if I was the girl in the situation, um, it's it's really hard because at the end of the day, it's good that one well, obviously you wouldn't expect anything else, but it's good to see the guy stand up to his family. Um, I feel like it would have been a bigger situation if he was if he stayed pim and didn't say anything and let the whole thing kind of happen and didn't do you know what I mean like one of them silent people like nah mm. that ain't gonna run. Um, so in that way, it re- it does it gives me comfort in my actual relationship with him, um, and it, it makes me feel and it may, and it reassures me that actually his family thoughts are not his thoughts, mm. um, because I think that's important. But then when you're th- obviously we all know the importance and want to be with somebody whose family is accepting of us. And obviously the things that they're saying are really cruel and mean. And I don't know, it's difficult because I actually don't feel like it really lies with her. Like this is really something that he needs to deal with with his own family. And if he's so if he's so certain that, you know, he wants to be with me through this and he doesn't want to lose me, then he needs to tell his family that, you know, no, she is not a downgrade or whatever that whatever they've been saying about her do you know what i mean like he need it's his responsibility i believe but and, you know, he's nothing- done all of that so i'm saying is like what would you do like it's not even a situation of like oh you know like how would you, you react like if he did this versus if he did that it's like he actually stood up for her yeah. and like he did say all these things like you're saying that he should say and like um I yeah, think you said yeah. well, like he hasn't even really been speaking to his family since that situation. So he's fully in her corner. Mm, yeah. Which I think makes it harder, to be honest. Yeah, I think so as well because harder to do what to continue the relationship. It's harder to make no. a decision on how to move forward, Defo. Oh. And the thing and I don't know, because I watch a lot of reality TV, yeah, and <laughs> this scenario of the in-laws don't like the white or do you know what I mean like mm. it comes up a lot or like the other way around like mm, obviously I'm right so now funny. I'm watching Real Housewives of Potomac mm. and there's this girl who her mum is constantly disrespecting her husband so and so that like at this point like they're not even like on the same page and imagine like they got married like was it last year or year before like so the relationship the marriage is still kind of fresh mm. and even when you're putting your foot down and stuff like that, for your parent to still think it's okay to constantly disrespect your, like, even if you, even if you're defending your other half and things like that, their opinion seems to never change, if that makes sense. Mm. And they still feel comfortable enough to keep on disrespecting you. So even if your other half is always defending you, saying like, no you can't say that stuff blah blah blah. they will still go to other people to talk to talk bad about Mm. your partner if that makes sense Mm. and even if my husband was defending me till that kingdom come I just don't feel like I would be 100% comfortable knowing that not that I'm the reason why maybe they're not talking but I would just feel uncomfortable like Mm. it just seems to be a reoccurring thing like another girl on the show Wendy her husband doesn't mm, speak to any speak of, to his, family, of yeah. his family because yeah. he got married to the get to Wendy. Mm, like mm, his kid, mm. his kids have never seen 
like her, gra- her, her their grandparents. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's it's really hard to swallow, it's, but there's some hard. people out there though that. Working because, for so for example, this this girl said that you know she has her own she doesn't really have a family of her own, mm. and obviously like the desire would be to join another family. But some people will have the mindset of I'm gonna just create my I'm gonna create the family that I desire. I don't know if that makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. they will see even though it's it's not the best situation, but really and truly, let's be real in this life. As even though the the family is really important, but it's gonna be your partner that you wake up to every day, and everybody makes their own decisions like you can be uncomfortable with someone else's decision but if they're certain that's the decision that they want to make then that's their decision do you know what i mean like and mm. you know at the end of the day yes i understand that you might feel some type of way because he's not really speaking to his family anymore but with that example with wendy and her and her husband like he made that choice and he was comfortable with that choice and he knew the repercussions of it and he was willing to take that risk and i feel like there's some situations and there's some people where they when they meet the person that they know this person is for me like this is a person this guy's talking about marriage like he's clearly super invested they're willing to take that risk and actually sometimes taking that risk doesn't always turn out to be the case obviously in the case of Wendy and her husband it's not but sometimes you know pushing forward is sometimes the wake up call your family needs because they're like hold on a second if if this guy's still going ahead and we want to still be a family member to him, like we're gonna need to pattern up here if we want to be a part of this guy's life. Mm, um, so I'm yeah. just thinking about it in that way. Well. Like this guy, like he's not their son. Sorry, but <laughs> if you want to be a part of, of our son's life, <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking about the siblings as well. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Think about you know, everyone. If you want to be a part of that person's life, really, you're just gonna have to let some things go. And yeah, yeah. you know, that's that's even let's not lie. With Nigerian families, all that we all know of situations where people feel uncomfortable, but because of ah. If I don't act this way, or my child will not like me, or my child will not listen to me, like all those type of things, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so sometimes you have to be, you have to just push on with what you want to give people around the wake up call that, hey, listen, you either you either jump on board or you're not involved. And if you want to be mm. involved, then jump on board. Yeah. yeah, it's true. That's what I think. Cool what do you own. think, Sharon? Oh yeah, Sharon, what do you think? Um, I think in this situation of being the girl, I'm gonna stay. But I would feel uncomfortable, like, being proposed to at this point. Like, I feel like it's too, it's just too raw. And, like, Mm. there's too many, there's, like I said, there's, like, uh, there's, like, a whole, like, there's this whole big issue that we didn't know there was. Like, we have to fix that first. And even though it can't, it may not be fixed, like, like Beatrice was saying, like, you Mm. know, it may be one of those things where the only solution is, like, okay, well you know you're not in my life I have Mm. to choose one party and you can't have both people at the same time you know Mm -hmm. um that's fine but like I feel like that decision can't be made right now like I feel like you still have to try first of all and then if it still doesn't work not her like he needs to try and they the family needs to try if it doesn't work out and he feels comfortable making that decision then fine Mm. um but yeah I think I would say I think you get the whole thing about you know um what's it like you know um how it's affected other people's marriages blah 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 Mm. but I think if it's coming from the person whose family is actually the perpetrator then you should then it should be fine if that makes sense like does that make sense no as in like 
if it's like a situation where it's his family that don't like her but he's the one that's pushing for the relationship then fine but if it's coming from his family and she's the one that's pushing for the oh, relationship then oh hell no like just forget like um so yeah i don't know it's a tough one i feel like that's a very tricky dilemma like i genuinely like i was trying to think like if my friend came to me with this what would be the advice i would give and i don't know because i just feel like as much as you know you know like a relationship is formed with two people you can't you're not like you don't live in this world alone yeah of course of course Mm. so Mm. so it's just like yeah it's just an added stress that you're gonna have forever Mm. and it's because he's even said like the family weren't even remorseful like he the, he true. said they were a bit embarrassed and that was it mm. and i was like huh? mm. like they didn't they really don't care so um yeah i don't know mm. tricky first of all i feel like let's discuss um the tragic i don't even know what words even that's the word they've been using boy because it really, it really is a tragedy as to what happened at Astro World. Hmm. Was it last weekend? Yeah. yeah, last weekend. Honestly, like, because obviously Sharon, you when we were at Tammy's, I remember you obviously like seeing you were like, oh, did did you hear what happened? And I'm thinking, like, I didn't, I didn't hear at that time. Hmm. Um, and then obviously when I went home, I then thought, let me just look and see what's going on. And I honestly. I don't even know how to. I don't even know what words to to use to describe how I was feeling because I just deeped how sad this situation is. Mm. Like the there were lives that were lost, mm. and it's and not even a case where. And I'm not not trying to you know say this makes it any better, but like this is a a festival or whatever, like concert festival, whatever you want to. I don't know what term to use to describe it, but it's open to like young kids. Like it's not mm-hmm. like um one of them kind of older, yeah. older things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. young kids are there and they're allowed to be there. And obviously, we know how big of an artist Travis Scott is. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I just want to know actually what were when you guys heard what happened, kind of like what what were you thinking like what were your thoughts because honestly i couldn't i can't even i can't even think of the words to describe what i was feeling oh my days i was so gutted Mm. like i can't really it's weird i had two i had two uh like phases like i had the first phase which was oh my gosh i'm so shocked and like i was just like wait what could have happened like that's so confusing i don't understand etc and i was like that is so sad and then I saw this post on Twitter. Ah, and that one, that one broke mm, me. Mm. That one actually broke me because mm. I was just like, she actually described in detail. She said something like, there's not, many don't know about, oh, what did she say? Something about like, there are many ways to die, mm. but not many, but few know that being crushed to death is one of them yeah. or something mm. like that. And I literally was like, oh my gosh, mm. I can't even, she was like, people have said this before. Uh, people have said this obviously as well, that like people that were at, at the concert, 
they said like you just got to a point where you actually could not breathe Mm. and I'm just like imagine suffocating Mm. oh that is a horrible way to die and being surrounded by people like I don't know how to oh mate the images in my head it was just so boy anyway let me Tammy do you want to do you want to say how you were feeling yeah because I think because obviously it happened in America I think we kind of got the news like the morning of Saturday if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so then I was just like wait how did how did this even happen if that makes sense because obviously we all went to wireless when Travis Scott was there and Mm -hmm. obviously the kind of music that he makes and stuff is that like Mm. not that it encourages it does it does does. it's fact it does does. there's no need to shame like this is even, even saying like this is what no, I, I know, I know, but what I'm this is what saying, I'm even going to discuss next. But continue. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But what I'm saying is obviously there's a difference between him encouraging the mosh pits and then your music encouraging. I'm just saying like his music doesn't necessarily like obviously it does like it's like mosh pit kind of thing. But at the same time, like what stage does it get to where the mosh pit where people are now dying and suffocating like? For you to for for there to be like for you to be suffocating, that's gone beyond the point of mosh pit. That is now like, I don't even know what to call it. So when I saw it, I was just like, "What the heck? Like, what happened?" And then obviously, during the day, stories will come out, and obviously we saw, like, he put out tweets saying stuff in like, oh, something about was it that people should rage or something like that? I can't remember, but I honestly feel for. Wait, sorry. Yeah, go on. I'm guessing he said that before. Yes, before. Because okay, I think, to, I, think I think, I think it's it's sold out, and I think not not every obviously not everybody got tickets or something like that, and I think he must have like put out something like mm. basically insinuating for you to break the barrier or something. Basically, basically, basically giving people like, permission to break in, like do what you need to do to get in, do what you need which to is do what to people get did. In. Which is what people did because I saw one video, yeah, hmm. of people breaking that barrier. Even while they were breaking it, yeah, people were getting trampled then. Yes, yes. And this is what led to the thing in the first place because what people were saying is that that venue or the area was only meant to hold 50,000 and there was over 100,000 people oh there. My God. This oh. is what sparked it. Like, it's, it's, it's that negligence. Like, I just, I just can't. I genuinely can't grasp what's happened here. Like, because I'm just thinking about people just send, like, when we go to wireless, don't get it twisted and stuff. Like, obviously, like, leaving your house in general, it's just that like, safety is is, a, is an issue. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just period, wherever you're going down the street, unfortunately, that's the way the life that life is at the moment. But when you're going to a festival, I mean, in my head, you don't naturally think about, I don't know, you don't really, at the forefront, you're not really thinking about your safety like that because you kind mm. of you kind of hope and ensure that the right safety kind of measures are, have been put in place to allow the event to happen in the first place. Yeah. And for you to see that, like for me, the reason why I'm even shocked is for that to happen at the beginning, I don't understand how the festival could even continue because actually I feel like if something mad like that were to happen elsewhere, especially in a place like America where people are can carry firearms and all of that, surely like it would signal that you know this thing can't happen because you just don't know who's even entered the place in the first place um Mm, i think something similar like that happened at wireless one year where 
Mm. People broke the barrier to come into wireless. And obviously, it didn't stop the festival. But at the same time, I'm just thinking, like, imagine if something like that happened, like, Mm. here. Mm. Like, who are we to blame? Drake or people at white? Like, literally, I I just, you, you, I don't know who, I don't know who to point blame at. Maybe they should have, once they saw people basically coming in, like, mm. like maybe they should have stopped it then. Maybe mm. it wouldn't have led to the deaths that did happen. I even saw something before we started recording that one girl, she was basically pronounced brain dead, mm. but then she ended up passing away today or something like that. Mm. So she's like the ninth person that, because you know they said there was eight, but now mm. it's nine people that have passed away from this. I even saw another story of a nine-year-old mm-hmm. getting trapped. Like, oh, but what is heart. what is like what is this like? And the thing is, I genuinely like I've thought about it, and I don't think he's to blame. Like, I think like it's so it's hard because obviously he did say the thing about like raging and stuff, but like it's mm, not. The first I'm sorry, he said that. It's not the first time he said that. And, like, that is just something that artists of his nature, they do. And that is a, that is an expectation, which is why, for me, even though as much as I like Travis and whatever, at Wireless, I was like, I'm staying close to the back because I know mm-hmm. what happens at his kind of concert. Mm-hmm. People get excited. They do the whole mosh pit thing. And mm. the thing is, I get what you're saying, Beatrice, about, like, you know, you don't really think about your safety. But I actually do, which is why, like, I didn't want to go to Wireless for years because I get really claustrophobic. And, like, I know that at festivals it can get, it can get like that. And, like, I've been to, like, concerts and stuff where I've even been struggling to breathe. Even as much space as, as I've, I've had, do you know what I mean? Like, I've been... Mm. I'm so hot. Like, I literally feel like I can't breathe properly. The air is so heavy. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I feel like that kind of thing is already, like, an issue. Okay, no, it, he should, he definitely shouldn't have said the whole, you know, break the barriers, do whatever you need to do. I didn't know that one about, I didn't know about that before. He definitely should have said that. But, like, I just feel like if nobody, if this didn't happen, he wouldn't have been reprimanded for that so I just feel like it's almost like now that we can see the consequences of what he says we he said we're like oh but, you know, you know said what? That. but I feel like if he if we were really taking it seriously when he said that that tweet should have been deleted if it if we were really going to take it seriously before all of this stuff had happened that tweet should have been deleted he should have reca- reca- um, recanted the the statement and be like actually no like if you don't have a ticket don't come for safety reasons blah 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 blah. they should have put extra security on the like it's just nobody nobody in their wildest dreams even thought that this could have been the outcome do you know what i mean but mate it takes one time the reason why for me it takes one time for something like this to happen like i just feel like these artists like they really need to watch what they say and just be careful because He's put out the tweet. He's now deleted all the tweets that were promoting the raging and stuff like that. They're now all gone because obviously this thing has happened. So clearly it means that you don't actually mean what you're saying because if you were telling people to, like, you would have been like, not that obviously he wants people to die, but it means that you're four people coming in without a ticket, if that makes sense. Like, I don't understand. So you're now, like, deleting the tweets. Like, deleting the tweets doesn't take back what happened like you literally encourage people to do this and because of you've now encouraged encouraged it 
this is now the outcome. So for me, it's just like, you really need to watch what you put out there, especially if you're a celebrity, especially especially if you're as big as a Travis Scott, because people will literally do as you say, if that makes sense. So I don't know. It's just, honestly, it's just, it's a very sad situation. You know what? I, I definitely agree. I understand what you guys are saying, but I disagree wholeheartedly about whether he is to blame I feel like there's other people that are to blame, but he is definitely to be, to be to blame as well because there are videos, and I feel like maybe because I don't know that night when I was watching stuff like I watched so many videos, like you know at a festival, yeah, and we've all been to festivals that like, we're festival people, like we know how the environment is. If people are chanting, the best believe the artist can hear the people chanting i don't care unless you're and, and this is the thing why maybe might maybe the reason why he he wasn't really fully engaged is maybe he was high or something i don't know but there was times where the set basically you know when like you've done a song and you're transitioning to another song and there's not like loud music like it's quite quiet and the artist is speaking there were several times where that happened and the chant that the audience was screaming was help stop all them things there yeah mm. and it, there were several clips basically there was a guy that was screaming stop and then Travis was like tell that guy what did he say something along the lines of like tell that guy that's not we got we what we that's tell that guy that's not what we came here to do something like that basically and there's several videos showcasing the screaming of literally people crying out for help and these are not people in the I'm talking about people that were at the front basically having their chest crushed against the barriers screaming for help and I'm sorry he 100% because he because he responded to that guy that was there was a guy that basically got on top or something and was screaming he responded to that guy and and literally said what I just said now I know for a fact that he heard it and probably thought that oh they're just saying that or something. Mm, like, oh, mm, kind of, mm, you know mm. how it is. Like, oh, cool down, cool down. Like, no, nah, that's what we came here to do. And then he went. So I'm just thinking in my head, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. He definitely knew that there was stuff happening. And there were, I don't know if you saw that one particular video where they were lifting people up. They were lifting dead bodies up and they were dragging them. You know, when you're in a festival mm-hmm. and someone faints and you lift them up and you push yeah. them towards the front so they can come out. That's what they were doing with dead bodies. That's what they were doing with the dead bodies. And there was a time where Travis was, and I know maybe it might be the, the video angle or whatever, but I don't give a heck. You can clearly see if you're at a stage, you can see in the front if yeah, a body's been lifted up and brought to the front. Yes, we know that in festivals, and I'm sure with Travis, he's used to people fainting. At his fest, at his concerts, or wanting to not necessarily, maybe they can't breathe and they actually just want to leave or something, but they're probably still obviously they're, they're most likely alive and all that. So maybe he thought that ah, oh, this was just the normal thing that happens where in festivals, yeah, you do tend to see people having you know being lifted front, but these these bodies or these people were motionless. Like I'm so sorry, but there's no unless you're completely spaced out, which is what I think is the case here, which is actually something that I don't, I obviously understand that artists need to do their routine and, you know, to get turned and lit before, but there's, you, you need to some still be alert. Like there, I'm so sorry, but there were just so many videos where it was clear. It was clear that this thing was not, that there was basically something completely wrong in the crowd. Like the way people are describing it. And there was one video of a guy 
yeah and when I watched this my heart broke he was talking about how it was like basically he was explaining how the the setup was and basically the VIP which is where the celebrities everything they were in the middle and um obviously you had the general population basically surrounding them and he basically said that prior to Travis coming on actually people were already being crushed because there was an artist that was performing before I don't know what the artist's name was like the main he said it was Master P. Yeah, Master P. Yeah, and he basically said that he was struggling to breathe and something in his head told him, if this is how it is for Master P, how is it going to be when Travis, Travis, ha- yeah. when Travis mm. comes on? So he basically put himself in a situation where he was kind of like sitting on the barrier, basically, I think, between like VIP and the general pop. So when it then came to um, Travis and when people were basically screaming for help and all that, he said he was literally carrying people, like people were stretching their arms out to him, begging him to lift them over into the VIP. And obviously, he then also talked about, you know, the VIP people. And obviously, it's, it's kind of expected, but you think that in this situation, they will just like free it. But obviously, the VIP people were getting vexed, like, why are you letting these random people come in? But he was screaming, saying, can you not see these people that I'm basically pulling over are people that are suffering and that, that basically need attention? Um and yeah like I, I'm sorry like I uh, I don't know I just feel like it was just so clear like the videos and like there was just so many things that showcased that actually it was very obvious to see something was wrong Kylie got escorted out the, basically that that whole family got escorted out during the concert when things started to ramp up and get serious um in I think the way the festival was set up basically there was like um the part in the middle, like a divider in the middle where there was big barriers and essentially the ambulance or like the medical people were running up and down. I'm sorry, but if you're performing and you're seeing literally down the middle, medical people running up and down, a police siren, how are you going to see a police car come in, someone jump on the police car and be dancing on the police car while the police sirens are on and literally trying to save these people? I'm so sorry, but there are so many signs that literally just screamed. At least just ask, yo, 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 what's going on? Do you know what I mean? Like, just even a simple, a simple mm. one, two. I, that is what I feel like he could have done. And I don't know what was going through his mind. Obviously, I know it's it, there's no way he would have wanted people to die. But that's the bit God. that I just feel like is is like that's just the bit that I struggle with because I'm just like I never want to say somebody is the reason people ha- are like I never want to say like it's his fault people are dead because like mm. I don't think that he would have wanted that and mm. the reason I'm saying I don't think is because obviously at the end of the video that you're talk that you just referenced just now mm. he was saying that like you know like it was so like he was saying basically it was a concert from hell and that yeah. it was very like devilish in there that was, and there was, was like kind of life was sacrificed today yeah. sorry oh what? sorry go ahead I was, he was just basically saying life was sacrificed today and he was basically putting a lot of it on Travis so the reason I'm saying I don't think is because you actually just never know and it kind of reminds me back to like what New Styles was saying on the pod a while ago about how like you actually never know what's going on in these mm. music industries and stuff mm. and whether like what know, people are doing what mm. people are doing to be able to like you know mm. get their music out there but anyway mm. I digress um I don't think that he would have wanted people to die who knows but um that's why I feel like imagine already feeling so bad about the fact that people have 
passed away and then people being like you, it's your fault you know it's your fault people are dead da, da, da. like I just feel very uncomfortable doing that I do agree with what you said at the start in terms of negligence I didn't know half of the stuff that you're even saying like mm-hmm. I actually didn't know that stuff mm. um so I think there was definitely some negligence there but I think you know more than anything and it's just so like I said at the start like I'm so heartbroken that this has happened because I just it's like literally one small decision about whether you go somewhere or not Mm -hmm. like I can imagine that so many people there if it's a capacity of 50k and 100k are there that means half of the people there were like "Hmm, should I should I go should I not I haven't got Mm -hmm. a ticket Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like part of those people could have been the people that passed away people that were already like I'm not sure if I should be there and I feel like for the the little boy as well that passed away like it's just so gutting because like he would have got he would have had a ticket because obviously who the heck like like, he's probably with his parents Mm. he would have had a ticket his parents are not going to be like yeah let's gate crash do you know what i mean Mm. and like that he had a right to be there and stuff and imagine that girl as well she was like that wrote the post and explained the whole situation imagine she was saying as well that she lost her friends in the midst of all of this yes i I just think imagine losing your child Mm. oh and you're trying to find your child Hmm. and she was like literally as soon as somebody would faint or somebody would fall it was like a black hole like generally everybody would just because people just needed space like they didn't even really care like not that they didn't care but like Hmm. you know it's every man for himself he's trying to actually Hmm. breathe as well like yeah i'm sorry that you're on the floor but like i literally can't breathe myself like Hmm. and like that guy in the video that beatrice was just referencing he said as well like it just got to a point where he was seeing people dead. Mm. He was like, I've never seen death before. And like, to yeah. see so many people dead. And like, also trying to save people. He said it's, it got too much. I ha- he had to leave. Like, yeah, he like, just had to run. He was like, I had to I had to run out of there, man. I had to get out. Like, I couldn't do it anymore. Like, mm. what I've seen tonight. And the thing is, I think what was interesting as well is the fact that he was saying all of this stuff before it was news. Like, he yes. was like, tomorrow, everyone's going to hear about what happened today because mm. what happened at this concert was actually crazy. He was like, people mm. died. And he was like, just wait. Like, tomorrow, like, you guys mm-hmm. will all hear about it. Um, So that just goes, like, shows the, like, severity. I mean, obviously, we know mm. the severity of the situation, but... Mm. Yeah. Damn. You know um, you know Uche, Uche the um the, the influencer, yeah. Yeah. influencer. She made a really good reference and actually reminded me. And this is when I when I heard of it, I was like, oh my god, this is literally kind of close to how it felt like at wireless that one year. And to young what I'm gonna say that one year at Pepsi Max stage and with young. Before you say like, that, before before you go into that, yeah. Someone literally quote tweet because I remember I tweeted maybe a couple of years ago. It's like you didn't live on, you didn't live if you didn't experience Young Thug at Pepsi mm. Max stage. Someone mm. literally quote tweeted the tweet like just around like about this whole Astro World thing because yeah. honestly, like at the time, I was like, oh my god, like it was mad. But because I was young back then, it was like mad and they're like i had a good time mm. but now looking back yeah, yeah. oh if anything was to go ro- like wrong, wrong it like, was so close to it going was wrong, so though. close this honestly. is what i was saying about the fact that like had nothing had gone wrong we wouldn't have heard about it people mm. wouldn't have been people wouldn't be pointing the finger at him and being like mm. ah, you know you shouldn't have done this you shouldn't have done that mm. it's because nothing went wrong do you get mm. what i'm saying mm. Mm. but then again Shan, the reason why i say that i'm slightly opposing you is because while it was then so i'm not i'm i personally i don't really 
it's not really the the things that he was tweeting prior and all of that. For me, it's while things are going wrong, what are you doing? That's mm. that's that's for me is where I'm just like, okay, like that's why I feel like mm, in that case, when you're when you're on stage and you're looking at your audience and you're singing to your audience, and when there's silence in the crowd and obviously you just finish your songs like, yeah. and then you're hearing chanting, I'm just singing. And you see a, an, an ambulance and you see a siren. Like, why is an ambulance in a field? Like, no one... No, you don't just see an ambulance like that driving its way through and then people dancing on it and think that it's okay. Like, no, it's not. So that's why, for me, that's where my own kind of... Mm. Not blame mm. on him, but that's why I feel like he has a part to play in it mm. because actually during it, there was no change. Um, but yeah, sorry, Tammy, go on. You were, you were talking to I was, was going to say, definitely there should he should definitely take some accountability for it mm. also there was a video of like okay so you know like in the cr- like in the crowd normally at festivals you've got people that are operating the lights the sound yeah and oh, stuff, yeah yes yes so i think two people like literally it's the girl that wrote decline. the tweet it's actually the yeah. girl that wrote the tweet wow i didn't even know that so obviously i saw the video of like them like going onto that bit and literally telling the people doing the sound or the lights, yeah, whatever, like people, are, people are literally dying, like, and they took no notice of that. They said, "Get off, or else we'll yeah, push you off. off." Yeah, literally. I'm just thinking, like, can you, like, they can are you actually, ima- like, hmm. those are the kind, like, those. Imagine if, like, they actually took what they were saying and managed to like stop the show or something like that. But the like thing that. is though, okay, I know you're, I know what you're about to say, but actually let's let's also kind of be realistic here. Not obviously that it's okay, death is mad, like, let's be real, it's mad. But I'm just thinking if they were to stop the show, they themselves, I'm just thinking what would be the consequences on them? Like, I, I'm, obviously, I'm not trying to excuse it. Like, I genuinely feel like they probably could have. But I'm just trying to think, you know, if I were in that situation, I, I personally would stop it because death is, that's just mad. But I'm just thinking maybe some other people, they might be scared. I'm just thinking about what kind of emotions. They might be scared to do something oh, as drastic I as that. I'm so sorry, sorry, but living with the fact that you could have you yeah, could have you could have attention is yeah. much better. It's, true. Uh, it's much worse, sorry, than, than losing your job. Just losing your job. It's true. Imagine to me, every, to me, I wouldn't even. Me, I said I would do it all. By the way, but, we, before anybody starts saying the said she would. I said I would do it all. I'm just <laughs> it's not even about losing your job. Like with a job like that, there's so much health and safe. Like mm. people are not safe. Like it's not mm-hmm. about. It's not about like oh you getting fired or stuff like that it's literally health simple health and safety like mm. i'm sure if you are preventing people like like people are not safe like i don't understand like you can even sue them if they try and fire you you can sue them honestly like, like what the heck protect- at the end of the day even if it's a false alarm you have to just you have to just stop mm. and like it's obviously it's difficult because it's just like oh yeah like is she being is she actually exaggerating like maybe like her friend is feeling faint and like she's trying to, but you just you can't be with life and death yeah you actually can't uh you can't gamble you have to always mm. you have mm-hmm. to always just assume the worst because mm-hmm. otherwise you could be in a situation where more people have passed than are necessary. For example, the girl that was brain dead, 
Who yeah. knows if they had if she had gotten medical attention sooner, maybe she would have been it. She would have lived. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for her to have remained like remain like you know on life support this these many days, there must have been some sort of hope. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, damn. Mm. Ah, yikes, mm. yikes. I don't know, man. This has definitely got me rethinking certain like things mm. like I feel like that's why it's good to just sit down buy a seated ticket <laughs> there's no, no man have your that, personal that space have your personal space bro. that's why I love seated, seated tickets man that, but, like there's no, but you're saying buy seated but at that event there's literally no seated oh, I know but what I'm saying is like and you know where I can, when control. I can sit down I sit down because you see me in claustrophobia festivals is literally like you just I have to pray like that's why with festivals you kind of like you actually have to accept that especially when it gets late because that's the sit that's the that's the issue with festivals as well is that the fact that like the lights is determined <laughs> by the sun mm-hmm. once the sun goes down mm-hmm. bam that's what this guy was even saying on the video he was like listen the sun is still bright right now Master P is on, who's not even the main act. Who the heck is Master Bam. P? I ain't never, I ain't even heard of this guy before. Um, Romeo's dad, Lil Romeo's dad. Yeah, Lil Romeo. Lil Romeo. I don't know if that's a joke. I'm supposed to understand. Or... Oh, it's not a joke. Literally, Lil Romeo is a actor slash rapper, and mm-hmm. his dad is Master P. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these people are. Anyway, I'm so dumb. <laughs> did, did you not used to watch the show, Lil Romeo? No. Ah. ah, well, his dad is Masterpiece. Anyway, let me Google now. Um, you recognize him. You recognize, recognize him immediately. You see him. Sorry, this guy's old. Master Ooh. P or Little Romeo? Master P. Yeah, yeah. Master P's a, like he's old. Yeah. Like he's an old school rapper. But his son, Little Romeo. If you see his face, you yeah, will know. You recognize him still. Right. Anyway, um, what was that? The sun was up, it was Master P, not even the main act, and people were already starting to feel like they couldn't breathe. Mm. Imagine now the sun is down, you can't see anyone. All you can see is a gap hmm. where someone's fainted. You can't actually see the person that has fainted. You don't know that they definitely have. You've just seen a gap. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't see anything. Like, mm. to even leave, to get out is hard. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, these sorts of things, boy. That's why I was... Like I said, with me, got to Travis Scott, even Cardi B, all that stuff. I was at the back. I was still having a good time at the back. I could breathe at the back. Thank you. Mm. It's sad, though. Oh, no, honestly, rest in peace to the lives that were lost because it is, wow. God, I couldn't, like you mentioned, I just couldn't imagine being a a parent and just hearing what was happening at that festival and knowing your child was there. God! That is just that is another sort of pain, but um, yeah, no, this whole Travis thing, it, 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 I don't know, it just really rocked me in one type of way. And obviously, like you mentioned, Sharon, a lot of people commenting on how kind of it was basically like being in hell, and mm. the the, the, the descript- is I think it's the descriptions that people like the way people were describing it, like oh man, the language they were using was something else. Because like you mentioned, people talking about. That guy, especially, he was—he was even showing. You know, when you obviously naturally, when you breathe, your chest expands. Like it's, it's only a small, a small like centimeter that it moves forward and back. Do you know what I mean? When you're breathing, but he was like, you couldn't even push it out. Hmm. 
that's just that small millimeter or whatever you could not mm. push out your chest hey and i just put my hand to my chest and i thought if something's literally crushing me like that like that especially if you're at the front like that's what i'm saying that is torture. there's no hope for you there god damn how god damn. do you leave like <sighs> Like, no, that's honestly, honestly the think... worst. My worst, my worst nightmares, like mm. things like that, like not being able to breathe, stampede, like because mm. I remember when we were at Wireless, was it um, who said we were at? Was it D Block? D Block, oh, like, man. do you remember? Like, it was like the the stage that they put them on was so small, and everybody oh, yeah, was pushing and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. even in small situations like that, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, mm. I need to get out of here. Do you know like, what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of Nigeria. That's what it reminds damn, me of. I was, I was thinking of that as well because that for me was a day that I was genuinely going to book my flight back home. Like, experiencing that, I think also it kind of triggered me as well because I genuinely. I was absolutely shaken. Like yeah, it yeah. is not a for me. For me, at that point, it wasn't really because it wasn't like obviously people were pushing. Like it wasn't as bad. Like that I've been in some cases, like with Pepsi Max wireless. Mm. But it was just the fit. Like it was just the feel of like being in Nigeria and knowing that, like, even though there's security, <laughs> the security <laughs> might not be on your side. Do you know what I mean? Like. At least when you're like at wireless and stuff, like maybe you have some sort of like maybe you feel a bit secure knowing that maybe this could, but mate, the way in Nigeria, it wasn't even the stampede, for, like it wasn't even like the pushing for me, it was the guns and the and 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 the thing that was doing me, mm. but it definitely gave me flashbacks of mm. trying to get into native land mm. and then now, now trying having to rush in, like literally. Mm. When That's I saw that video, mm. when I saw that video of Ashley where people rushing in, it literally gave me a flashback of to yes. how we had to rush into Native Land. Mm. But it's not even like we were rushing in because we didn't have tickets, or we we're literally mm. rushing in because if you stood still, people if you stood still, you, it's over for you. Do you know what I mm. mean? Mm. I lost, I lost my slippers in the in the yeah, the I process. lost everything. Oh, everything, and I had to be using my light to. Oh God, oh, it's just... honestly, it's so sad. It's so sad. sad. Yeah, I like being on for real. God damn. But um, I guess we should um move on from that sad topic. <laughs> and um, another thing that actually I just I saw this week was um, it was around that guy. So I don't know if you guys remember ages ago we I, I briefly touched on this guy called Billy Hood. He was a guy that basically went on holiday to Dubai and um. I think he rented a car or whatever and then one of his friends was there and oh, left yeah. their CBD oil mm. in, in the, the car. Yeah. So, obviously, we heard about how mad, like, basically, he got sentenced to 25 years in jail um, and all of that. So, the the update or the latest news, I guess, I'd rather than me saying update like as if it's something positive, but the latest mm-hmm. news on that, which I was just like, wow, is just so mad, is that basically his family had communication so I feel like maybe you know how it is you can maybe like have one call a day or whatever it is so they were they had they had had contact with this with their son um from London mm. and all of huh no sorry I was just like yeah like I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm yeah. actually nervous <laughs> um yeah you should be um and basically that had stopped mm? and 
the time that it had stopped basically coincided with when he basically told his family that he had been framed by a police man and he was basically he basically had evidence or was gathering evidence to expose the policeman and at the same time again he Mm. was being transferred to another jail in Abu Dhabi because I think at the moment he was still in Dubai he was being transferred to another jail in Abu Dhabi and now they've lost all communication with him and they basically feel like his life is that basically he's 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 being threatened or he might have actually been killed that is basically what the family are saying right now and I just literally was just I was shocked. I was like, "Why are you moving from this. one sad topic to another?" Sorry, I remember. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I I, I forgot this was the. Flip it. I'm not made to sleep tonight. <laughs> I forgot this was next on the agenda. But um, yeah, no, it's not funny at all. But I literally was just like, "This is so crazy." Like, obviously, like you know, if you know us, like you know that we speak about Dubai. Like we we love going to Dubai, but we obviously also know that. Huh, Dubai is not no a place to, it's not a place to joke around. Like, it's not a place you can basically disobey any kind of law. If in my like. opinion, if you like your life, you better not disobey any no, type of law. You don't like your freedom. Not even just you know, your in Dubai, life. Yeah? In Dubai, yeah? like, obviously, you can do serious enjoyment, but there's yes. always that voice serious in the back of your head. Like, hey, don't get Better don't get be too careful, too. though. Better be careful. Better be careful. Because there's... Better be careful. And, like, even small things like PDA, Hmm. wearing, wearing the wrong, the Mm -hmm. wrong, the wrong top to the mall can just get you in a situation. Do you know what I mean? So it's, like, obviously, if I'm judging from, like, Dubai 10 years ago to now, it's definitely a lot more lenient in things of, like, things that you wear and things like that. Because back then it was, like, you need to cover like you need to oh my days i remember the first time we went to dubai on a family holiday my dad printed out the rules (laughs) (laughs) from the government website and he sat us down for family meeting he said it's not me that they will carry you (laughs) he said no jay walking do you know what that is don't cross, cross at a traffic like or else. <laughs> Literally, I'm not even joking. One by one, like every so rule and every funny. consequence of breaking the mm-hmm. rule. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely thing. become a lot more lenient than mm. what it was because they pride themselves in tourism. Yeah, and if you're a city that you mm. get, you gain a lot of money from tourism. You too, you now need to, you know, mm. get with the times or whatever. Be a bit more lenient. Cool. Mm. But things like drugs, mm. that is no to- as in no mm. tolerance. Like they even like they even like um advise you like even if you have like prescriptive drugs and things like that, like mm. you, have to bring you should your- carry like a doctor's note yes. or something like yes. that. So that so that you, imagine probably simple antibiotics. Mm. Like, you're carrying your doctor's note because things like that, they are like, what is that? Who gave do you know what I mean? Like they're mm. very like you know how they are, so make Dubai not. They and you know care. how, like in England, uh, not in England, sorry, in Nigeria, you can pay people off. Oh, they might see that you have British of... accent. They might, you know, do you nice or whatever. There's none of that. Listen, hmm. 
as in no discrimination everybody is treated the same if you like be white if mm. you like be black <laughs> they will actually deal with you like I feel like it's just so gutting because with stuff like this it's just like it's not even his it's not Mm -hmm. his fault like Mm -hmm. there's just so many but you have to be overly like Mm -hmm. precautious Mm -hmm. and I think as well like when you're like with people I think he lives in Dubai and like his friend was visiting I could be wrong but I think that's what happened. I feel like even with that kind of thing, like you have to tell your friends as well. Because remember the other lady as well who went, she's an air hostess for the Emirates, um, for Emirates, and she was stopping over. So imagine she was just stopping over for one night. She went to a guy's house mm. that she met at a bar. Mm. He had weed in his house. She just met him that night. Yes. And they carried her to the, mm. carried her to the prison. Yeah, I remember. Her parents also came on GMTV and were doing... Yeah. Not GMTV. Honestly. it was GMTV. We're doing pleas. We're pleading on behalf of our daughter. Honestly, like, this stuff happens all the time. It's actually not... uh, Yeah, like, you know, um, you just have to be careful about, like, who you're around when you're abroad. Because even things like... um, I think the last time I went to Nigeria, I think Mo was saying, like, even when you're in Nigeria and you're staying with people, you need to be with people that know what's going on, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just be with people that are just, that don't really understand and don't mm-hmm. really know what's going on because in situations like this, mm. you're now taking the fall for something, someone else's problem. And mm. the authorities, they don't care. All they know is that they've seen you with it and that means it's linked to you. Whether yeah. you put it there, whether you somebody left it, you get what I mean? Mm. So you know what it was you know what this story makes me think about you know when your parents used to be like watch your friends or go go, and do bad things with your friends like if you see them doing something walk away you know like Mm -hmm. it just made me think about stuff like that because you know like you have your like definitely like around like uni times like you have friends that are doing stuff that maybe you don't agree with but Mm. they're just doing it next to you mate in Dubai, don't do that next to me. Hmm. Right. Don't do that next I to me. I don't even know you. I actually don't know you at all. Hmm. But um, yeah, when I heard that, I was just like, wow, that is actually so sad. Like, it must be so scary. Like, especially because you know the situation where he he basically felt like he was building kind of evidence to show that he had been framed. It's just like ah. Uh, Maybe if they caught a whiff of that conversation or something like that, that's that's probably what triggered them to maybe transfer him to another jail. Mm. It's just sad mm. that they haven't heard from him. Like I, I don't know, it's just it's a lot, oh. man. But um, no, I don't even have anything more to add on that. I just thought, yeah, let me just um give you guys the update on that one since I mentioned it on the pod um a few episodes ago. So, mm. yeah. so guys, as you know. Uh, earlier on in the pod I mentioned that I turned 25 and with turning 25 there's a lot of thoughts and feelings that go into this new age Mm because definitely I felt like when I turned 25 when I when it was my birthday I was just like damn like Mm, like, this is really it like you know like when you turn like 18 or 21 you're like oh no 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 but it's definitely I feel like when you turn 25 like you're on the road to 30 if that makes sense Mm. so you definitely get some sort of kind of like anxiety around your age whether like Mm. and then you think back to like 10 years ago when you were 15 and then you kind of think oh I remember when I was like back in school I was like oh 
by this age I'd want to have mm. ABC I wanted to do this I wanted to mm. do that and mm. it makes you look back and feel damn this episode is depressing my it is I can't <laughs> lie to you guys I'm sorry y'all it is <laughs> <laughs> but it definitely makes you think like mm. what do I want to do with my life like mm. am I on the right track mm. um I think I'm married, kids. <laughs> like you yeah. start putting a lot of things into perspective, and you literally like, okay, I literally have five years till I'm thirty. Mm. Like, what can I do between now and then? Mm. Like, or am I even at the stage that I want to be at? Like, mm. so, so yeah. So it's just kind of like, why is it the age of twenty five? Like, why is mm. that used as like a mm. a monumental, a monumental <laughs> age? Stage? It's like, true though. It is. Um, the thing, you know, um, I don't know if you saw the tweet from the influencer. I think her name's Ray Ray King. Let me even get it up now. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. But she she did a tweet, and I was just like, yeah, this is so, this is so true. So basically, her tweet that she's that she did was um said, I think the reason why, I think the reason why I'm so disappointed in myself is because I created this perfect plan for my life, i.e., working my dream job, married at 24 buy a house, kids nice. are 25 and live happily ever after and not one of those things I can tick off my list at the current age of 27 and I definitely feel like Tammy you, that's exactly what you just mentioned I feel like mm-hmm. a massive huh? yeah I'm agreeing Sorry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the massive part to play is because of the way that our parents generation was set up because yeah. actually when when you look to your parents and you then obviously you calculate when they gave birth to you or whatever you might be thinking hang on a minute like you were like 26 <laughs> 27 when you got married or whatever age they got married and you're thinking wow like at this time you probably you probably either were with you know um with my dad or whatever and it, i feel like that that is for me anyway what triggers you at a young age to set obviously the same standard that you're seeing now I mean I mean you're seeing from your parents um and you think that oh yeah it'll probably be the same like I'll probably follow that same ish path because if it's not just my parents but it's like who all the people they're surrounded by as well that they're all aligned so it's not like my parents are like unique where they got married at like a, like a long age like their, their age seems quite decent and it seems aligned to kind of other families that we know so then you just think oh yeah cool so that by that age I'll probably reach that milestone too mm. but I feel like you know it's a harsh reality it's, it's hard to swallow but you we need to understand that we're operating in completely different kind of in a completely different type of life like I don't know how to explain it but like the way that our our world is working now is so different to theirs like with them a lot of them they were moving over from Nigeria to London like there was just a lot of things that they were doing that we aren't doing now and I just feel like there's a lot of things that are impacting and making people our age question and we have a lot more questions I feel like and we're open to to basically having around those questions such as you know marriage really that important like do I need to do this do I need to do that whereas for them actually for them to really progress those kind of things when um but with us the independent part I feel like is more prominent and that we're beginning to see that we can you can actually do quite a lot by yourself 
Um, and I feel like that when when you if you don't have that understanding of how things are different, that's when you start comparing and looking, thinking that actually I've not done well. And obviously then you've got the few people actually, and it's actually a few, it's not a lot, a few people that might be around you that did actually get married at a young age or, you know, all them things. And yeah, that can maybe also trigger you as well. But I feel like that's probably for me anyway, when I, cause I definitely find myself in that space as well sometimes. And I use those kind of thoughts to like pull myself out of it and realize actually we're up a whole different kind of game here. But um, yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on it. I don't know what you guys think. Um, it's a tricky one because if that is your desire, then hearing about like oh you know, but times are different. It 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 it's true, but at the same time, it's not comforting because. But like, why is it your desire though? What what is it? What is it that you're looking at that has triggered you to make that decision? Because everyone's talking about, you know, when I was younger, I made this is kind of what I saw for myself. Yeah, but hers is not um when I was younger, hers is not, oh, when I was younger, like I used to think I wanted to be married by twenty-four. Like that's actually so mad now because I'm twenty-four and I'm just thinking, how the heck would I have been married? Like I haven't even got my stuff together. Hers is, I wanted to be married by 24, I'm 27, and that, that was still my desire. Do you get what I mean? So it's not even like, I get what you're saying in that maybe when she was younger, she was influenced by the times then and seeing her parents, blah, blah, blah. But now at 27, it's still her desire to have been married by this stage, which means that even in her mature thinking and mindset and like a grown up stage, like that is still her desire. And it's like, I don't know why her desire is like that. Like, obviously, we'd have to ask her, but it's still her desire do you get what I mean and I think it's tough like even though I so I do agree in that you know like we were saying on the pod last week as well like you know women especially were very like much um independent like you know we don't necessarily need like a relationship for anything other than the fact that like uh like I don't know how to explain it. It's not a necessity in terms of like, you know, when like in the olden times or whatever, like you actually had to get married because otherwise you would like not be able to live. Like you needed a man to be able to like um, go to work and like fend for you and stuff. We're not in those days, day and ages now, like where women can very much be independent and like, yeah, do things by themselves. Like the reason people get married now is definitely more out of love rather than like necessity, etc. But even hearing that like I don't think that's comforting and it probably is not going to be comforting to her I just feel like genuinely society now is just different in that we have too many options and I feel like for a lot of people it's very hard for them to settle down because I think a lot of people always think that they can do better Mm. because social media has just made the pool of choice so much larger than it would have been had you only had the people that you come into contact with on a daily basis. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I don't even know if that's related to whatever you were saying about age or something. But um, yeah, I don't know. Tell me what you think. Um, I just feel like if I'm going off Beatrice's point, like comparing to like our parents' generation, I think things are definitely a lot more harder now than it was back then. Like, like 
obviously it was very hard for them because obviously they might have come here by themselves and they probably had to mature a lot quickly. But we're now at a stage where things are not, you can't get things as easily as you could back then. Like even things like tuition fees are a lot more expensive now. House prices, like I think our generation has definitely been more, um, we had a lot more time to think about things. Like I think with our parents' generation, they just had to act quite quickly and mature quite quickly, if that makes sense. Mm. So in terms of like being 25 and then looking back and thinking like, oh, like, am I, am I where I'm meant to be or am I where I wanted to be? I think, I don't know if you can get to any age and yeah. be like, am I where I want to be? Because even people that have set goals for themselves and, and been like, okay, I want this. Even if they do achieve, there's still that little bit like, oh, I could have gone harder or I could have done more, even though I've achieved, like maybe I could have done ABC better, if that makes sense. Mm. So I think the best thing to do is just try and at least be grateful um, and have gratitude like of where you are now because some people actually didn't make it, if that makes sense. So mm. definitely when I turned 25, like, like my parents did like a long prayer mm. but even you know sometimes the long prayer and the indirect and you're we want you to find you a good husband like but <laughs> um, literally that is a good prayer like I obviously I do want to find a good hus- husband or do want to marry well and things like that so all of those things like it's just I'm just very grateful if that makes sense and I'm just like happy to be here happy to be at the stage where I, where I am because mm. there's loads of people that would like to be at the stage that I am so definitely with this age is definitely obviously I do want to go harder and you know achieve my goals and stuff like that but I think yeah I think I'm just like grateful to be where I am mm-hmm. if that makes sense and I'm just happy to see where the next five years mm. like how it would be like when I turn 30 like I'm gonna look back to when I turn 35 when I turn 20 when I turn 25 and been like oh my god I can't believe I was thinking like that like Mm. and we still have a long way to go I feel like as women like we're always given like a time frame of like on how we're meant to make it if stuff like that because obviously like having babies and stuff they're oh my biological clock they like to use that frame a lot that phrase a lot Mm. and I think we always get pressured by time but I think that as long as we're happy and healthy and we're just doing the stuff that we want to do and we're on track, I think we're going to be fine, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I was going to say as well that, like, like kind of reiterating what you said just now, in that, like, even if, you know, she had achieved all those goals, she would have different goals now anyway, because Mm -hmm. it's been like, what, she wanted to be married at 24, 27, she would have had completely different goals. And yeah. there been things that she wouldn't have been able to cross off by 27. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I just mm-hmm. thought, like, we said this last week as well, but like the goalpost always moves. Once mm-hmm. you hit one target, then there's another one. Like, yeah. even if she had been married, she'd be like, oh, but you know, I wanted to have kids by now. And like, even if you yeah. have kids or, you know, I wanted them to be this age by now, but I started late or I couldn't have kids for however long. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm you just have to actually get to a point where instead of focusing on the three things you don't have, which she literally listed three things mm-hmm. you don't have, start thinking about all the things that you do have. Like, okay, I have a house or like, 
I have this and I, ha- I have a job like okay maybe it's not the most amazing job and I don't love it I don't wake up every day like yay I mean who really does wake up every day like yay can't wait to go to the office like, I don't know anyone like that like do you know what I mean like you mm. just have to actually start counting your blessings instead of focusing so mm. on the things that you don't have and then I think as well to the point about like relationship and marriage etc one thing that I've just been like uh like I don't really think about these things very often but like if it were to cross my mind I'd literally just think to myself I'm just going to focus on the things that I can control the things Mm. that are in my control are like things like to a certain extent like my career Mm. like and like other goals that I may have for myself like those kind of things like saving goals etc those Mm. are things that I can dictate and control because it, it is solely reliant on me Mm. something like marriage like I have to actually find somebody to marry like that's Mm. dependent on somebody else also I can't Mm. dictate that I have no control over that do you know what I mean so I just feel like again focus and your energy on things where you actually have the capacity to be able to do something Mm. about it Mm. other stuff just leave that to God and time Mm. and like we've said before if that's your desire he will grant you the desires of your heart i think wasting time thinking about like you'll be spending 23 24 25 26 27 being like oh my days my husband my husband and it's like bruv that's that's a whole like literally like what like four five years Mm. that you've just been focusing on that do you know how many goals you could have hit Mm. if you're thinking about other stuff Mm. do you know what i mean Mm, mm. but i feel like at the same time like it's okay to want those things if that makes sense like yeah, i don't think it's okay to wallow like it's fine no to... i don't i don't obviously no no i don't think it's good to wallow but it's good like i just feel like it's okay to want those things like mm. i don't know like obviously like this week um last week summer walker's album came out mm. and there was the sierra's prayer like the last mm song on the thing and then there was like loads of people like oh the prayer is so cringy Mm. um why would you pray like why wouldn't you pray for (laughs) for a good husband do you want a bad like i don't understand like imagine going through like because obviously she was with future there was the whole cheating thing like why would you want to go through that again yes god please don't give me another man that will put me through all that turmoil yes i want a good husband yes i want a god-fearing man like it's actually okay to want those things if that makes sense like mm. I, like i don't know what it is with this generation and and when it comes People to this forming man like this is the thing like we are human beings we're made for relationship like mm. everybody's desires relationship whether that is it's like intimacy in some way shape or form exactly like we need it to survive mm from loneliness like it's actually like you can die from loneliness like we need intimacy and stuff and so people are actually you can never take anything anyone says on social media as Mm. at face value because people are actually forming Mm. like i saw Mm. people like oh like um i can't listen to this album anymore now because i've upgraded or developed oh please (laughs) oh please oh Oh, my flipping days oh please when you're singing there about oh yeah um Rich, what's that? What's that sweetie song that we used to sing? Rich nigga, eight figure. That's my type. (laughs) How can an eight figure person be your type? Like, are you even anyway? No, not start. So, Abeg, you talking about? I can't relate. Like, just relax. I hate Twitter, man. Mm, It's funny, but there's so many idiots on there. Mm. But um, it's it it is weird. It's not weird. I get it. Like, there's there is a lot of like 
pressure I think around the age of 25 obviously like time you just mentioned you, obviously you just turned it as well and like your thoughts and stuff and now that it's coming towards the end of the year and like we're think like we're thinking about you know my own celebrations and just turning 25 as well definitely does have me reflecting um and it does it can get to a space where like you start thinking oh crap like wow this is the age where I did think I was going to do all these things yes yes your goals can change and stuff but it's still like damn like it would have been nice to at least have this like particular one like if it is the 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 relationship or the house or whatever but I think Mm. what I like I mentioned anyway you know as those thoughts have started to creep in a lot for me um what I have been doing is kind of turning it around and just I know Sharon mentioned about kind of focusing on the the positives of what you have achieved and what you can control and stuff but if those things are part of your desire like just kind of re refocusing and just you know um using the next I know I know obviously there's no limit as to when you can find someone but if you do have a desire to to have this let's say by 30 now because you've shifted it you know (laughs) let's like it's fine it's fine like use think about the next five years and think about okay cool if that is actually what I want like what and I've and I've spoken about this before like when you have a goal and desire like you have to think about the steps that take you to that rather than just focusing on on the end goal because you just you, you won't see the clear picture so if it is buying a house like Sharon mentioned actually okay like just saying I want a house like saying it is not enough like there's actually stuff that you need to do to be able to get to that position okay cool Mm. I wasn't able to achieve by 25 but you know what hey let's go like if I'm gonna get there eventually I'm gonna need to focus and put and do what I need to do to get there so let me start by saving this amount every month and let me just start again like it's okay to just decide one day you know what I need to start and and make it, you know, and then just begin to start doing. And mm-hmm. obviously, like, people say, "Oh, you don't need to wait until you turn twenty five to do that. You can start tomorrow." Yeah, that's great. But some people <laughs> just need some people. They just need a wake up call, and maybe the wake up call is turning twenty five. Like I don't know. Hundred percent. Um. Hundred percent. And I also actually, I feel like the reason why for me is actually I see thirty like thirty onwards as kind of like you know and I think it's basically also based on kind of what people say in general because people are just like oh yeah you build in your 20s to like to like enjoying your 30s and your 40s etc so like obviously as well like we're we're young like we know we're young we've come out of uni we're now entering the working world we're now beginning and you feel it in yourself as well like me personally I've been starting to feel like wow like I really am in charge of my future like we obviously knew this but like if you do, if you actually decide not to do anything, you just won't achieve anything. Like honestly, like it's sometimes a wake up call that some people need. So like because now you're being thrown into the deep end and stuff, um, it's now like okay, cool, yeah, your twenties, yeah, okay, this is the time to start building. This is time to start doing things. And yes, yeah, some people, because twenty five is halfway through that time, it kind of allows them to recalibrate and go harder for the rest of this of the of that time until they're 30 so um i i i understand kind of and i also i understand why people put 25 as like you know because it's in this it's halfway through kind of your 20s or whatever and they say 20s are important blah 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 but mm. um, i do feel like you know the mindset maybe rather than it being just so negative it can be used as kind of like that turning point for some people to actually start doing some stuff that they want to do and actually working towards um what they want to achieve but 
it is it is a lot to deal with man like that 25 boy and obviously everyone always goes ham with like the celebrations and all that so I feel like that as well added on top you're just like damn like imagine doing like this big party this big thing and deep down you're like damn y'all like <laughs> what am I really celebrating and I feel like some people do feel like that every birthday some people genuinely when it comes to their birthdays they actually start feeling quite low because it's like that is me just, it just that marks like me, another yeah. year and you start thinking oh what have I done for me yeah. personally I feel like it is end of year like when I when it mm. comes to like crossing over to the new year that for me is a period where if I don't psych myself up for it if I don't try and do positivity boy I will end up in a spiral like and I know my triggers and um oh, I can't remember who it was but someone tweeted today like just being able to identify your triggers as well is even like a is even something to be proud of because that for me I know is a trigger like if mm. if I don't get into that right mind space at those particular periods so for someone else it might be like you just mentioned your birthday or whatever I will literally find myself in one deep kind of anxious spiral like oh my god what am I doing what have I done blah 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 so mm. just being able to kind of mitigate it and know okay cool this if I don't think in this way then I will end up in a negative like place being able to identify that is also really really good so um yeah definitely mm. i definitely advise people if you're listening and you definitely relate to this to like just be real with yourself and know that actually look forget what social media is saying like me deep down if you're not happy with what you're doing and stuff like just try to change your mindset and 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 kind of twist it around so that it just helps you because there's there's no there's no there's no benefit to going down the negative spiral it literally doesn't do anything for you in any way shape or form mm, um yeah I was going to say as well, sometimes it's also looking at people your age as well. Like, mm. sometimes that can really, like, it could just make you think, like, people who are really progressive, like, mm. what about me? Like, mm. obviously, I went to my friend's birthday last weekend, and she turned 25, and she's pregnant. And it's just, like, people are really, like, mm. like she's going to get, she's getting married, she's pregnant, like, things are happening like my other friend she's married she's pregnant she's had the baby mm. of my friend is pregnant. and it's just like wow. yeah but then that's like two people that you've mentioned mm. out of how many friends okay but have? okay three okay three of my friends one has a baby two are pregnant and it's not any it, it, okay you can say that like, oh out of all your friends but okay but those are the ones that i'm looking at yeah, because that, that's if that's a desire for you. You know, like for yeah, example, when they say yeah. like, you want something, you only really focus on the people that kind of exactly. have it. Like if you exactly. like a car or something, you only start to notice. Oh, these people have it. This this car's yeah, but that's like, a dangerous around. game to play. It though. is, it is, it, it is. is. And, but like, it's, it's not but just it's because that's thing. what you're doing doesn't necessarily mean that it's right. And like why I was saying is like, oh yeah, but how many friends is that? Is that like you shouldn't if you're okay? Say like you're 25 now, yeah but so are obviously we're not 25 just yet but you know we're 25 too like mm. in theory you get what I mean right mm-hmm. and we also have those desires ourselves but we also haven't achieved it so we're also empathetic in, va- in fact sympathetic to what you're saying because we also have those desires and we don't have that yet either mm. so like I feel like it's not you don't have you shouldn't feel like if the majority of people your age who also have that desire also have not achieved that you mm. should just be like I'm actually just on the same track some people have just gone ahead of me mm-hmm. like I know not... this is such a negative way to view it and they, I, I wouldn't advise people to do it but for me I can't lie to you what really does give me comfort is knowing that I am happy that I'm not in a situation where I've done something or, or been or obviously had a child which I feel like is obviously 
probably one of the biggest commitments that you could ever commit yourself to doing to to raising a child. I'm so happy I've not done that or been in a situation where I've ended up in that situation with somebody that is not is not for me. Like I don't know how to explain it, but like mm. I don't know that might be a twisted way to look at it. But I just look at other examples. Like you're looking at people who have done that, yeah. But I also look at other people where they're like, damn, like you know and I can't say it anyway I, I say this every episode but I really do love other people's experiences when people are like damn like if only I had held, held out or if only we had spent more time like talking and stuff and I would have seen these characteristics like making the wrong error for me making the wrong mistake sorry is also frightening for me as well and mm. it gives me comfort knowing that ah not saying that oh because I'm not with anyone now or whatever that oh yeah the cool it means it's fine but like or I've not got a child now, it means it's fine. But it's just, like, it's better for me to be in a space where, like, looking at what the situations I've had in my past, because you can be saying you want a child, but you've not met anybody that you would have wanted to have your child with. Like, just mm. being realistic, like, looking at your situation and saying, actually, even though I really want a child, there's nobody that I've spoken to that would have been able to give me that child and I would have been fully happy with where my life is. So really and truly, I'm holding out until... I have found that person that I'm willing to do what I want to do with. Like, I feel like that is another way to comfort yourself, knowing that you're waiting for that right person and you're able to, you know, you're, 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 you've said no to people that wouldn't have given you actually what you really wanted in the end. Mm. Mm. And I think as well, like, one thing that I've definitely learned is that there are some things that you can put time to and there's some things that you can't kind of going back to my point earlier like there's certain things where you can be like okay by this amount of time I want to have achieved this not just because your age out of the air but because you're like okay cool like I can that I'm just gonna keep this job related because it's like the simplest thing but like Mm. you're like okay normally people progress at this sort of rate Mm. in my industry so by x age I want to be on like roughly this kind of salary and because I'm on that kind of salary I want to have been able to have bought a house by that Mm. age do you get what Mm -hmm. I mean Mm. that age sometimes it's not 30 it might be 31 and a half because Mm -hmm. by the time you've done the maths now it's not a round number like and I feel like that's the trap that we get kind of caught into is because they're all these like big round numbers that were like 25 30 40 50 like do you know what I mean like we want to have achieved things by these like definitive where possible like don't focus on the age necessarily just like where like I said like things that like you know you can attribute time to then do that but like things like like I said something like getting married having a kid like Beatrice I can't think of a single soul Mm. not a single soul you have to be realistic because sometimes we'd be making up things like as if we've had the opportunity to to do that we've missed it we haven't missed it you haven't missed a damn thing you haven't missed it and the thing is let me say something as well now yeah if you know that you have a desire i'm not even just talking to you tammy but i'm just saying in general if you know that you have a desire to do something by a certain age and the person that you're currently with is not going to be able to you have to sometimes be as well like ah uh, damn do you know what like, mm. i actually have this desire and this is my actual cut off milestone mm. this person that i'm with is not not board, doing that is mm-hmm. not in, is not in line with my time scale like mm. either i have to change my desire and sometimes that might be necessarily necessary mm. sorry or you have to like move away from the person and mm. I feel like those are again tough decisions that like you know 
sometimes you have to make but then it's kind of like oh we get to 25 and we're like damn been with the same guy for five years ain't gone anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I mean mm-hmm. like, oh, I really wanted to be married by now it's like I ain't married him though mm-hmm. so I don't know yeah it's true sometimes we don't help ourselves because exactly. we'll be really be staying in something that's really contradicting everything that we want as well mm-hmm. um I'm not asking into relationship talk, but anywho, it is well though. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, it's as well. But on the topic of 25th birthdays, hey, mm. I cannot believe how quickly my birthday is coming along. Mm. <sighs> Listen, I always Big get mess up. Fam, fam, fam. Trust I me, it'll come me and go like a thief like, in the night. Exactly. Honestly. I think for me as well, like, because my birthday is in the first quarter of the year, but towards the end of the first quarter, I always think, like, oh, I've got ages, but I actually don't. Like, mm. it's December next month. Mm. Like, we were just saying at the start of this episode, like, it's four to five weeks till we're all flying out tonight. Mm. By the time we get back, it's the new year. Mm. <laughs> By the time we get back, it's the new year. Then it's, like, you know, January, like, it's not mm. been dragged out, but still, like, you know, mm. it's, like, work and all those kind of things. Mm. Then February's, like, three and a half weeks. And mm. then it's, like, March and it's my birthday. And I'm just, like, mm. oh, my days. I literally haven't even done anything, like, and mm. haven't planned anything. Which mm. <sighs> is well, man. It is actually well. But um, ugh, we'll put a lot of pressure on ourselves that maybe we don't need to be put in. But it's, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a sticky one still. No, it is. It is. For real. But um, I I know we've spoken a lot today. I don't even know if we really have time to cover the last. I one. don't think so. We'll yeah. have to reserve that for another week. It's true. It's true. But um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed us all being back on the on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that we own. But anywho, um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, make sure you guys follow us on our socials. That is BTS Pod underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, also, as a reminder, again, please. Um, please drop us a, like a, a five star on the podcast app and um, leave a review. <laughs> Are you we... telling them what 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 ratings yes, to give us? It is five well, star. Like an Uber driver. It, it is five star. <laughs> if you want to leave anything less just I beg don't don't leave anything but yeah if you want to drop a five star and you're feeling the con- feeling that, um, episode that we dropped obviously do that on the podcast app and also you guys have been doing this um, since we've said it but continue to send us your suggestions or topics or things that you want us to to discuss so um, we can obviously share with you guys what our thoughts are and yeah hope you guys have an amazing rest of the day or whenever you're listening to this and make sure you guys tune in the following monday when we drop our next episode have a nice day whatever bye bye hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.